live from our kitchen studio, it's the Dumbass Fantasy Podcast. Podcast. And live from quarantine, it's the Dumbass Fantasy Football Podcast. My name's Ryan, I'm here with Shane and Andrew. What's up, guys? Hey, it doesn't get old. That's that's still that's still sad and funny. Still what's happening, guys? Still in quarantine. I mean, I don't know what I should change the intro to because, like, now instead of no, in my kitchen, like I'm just it. sitting in my bedroom alone. Live from quarantine. I like it. It's gonna be like this for a minute, boys. So get for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Button up, hunker down. Uh, I will up. say. I will say that I'm taking the quarantine much more serious. Finally. Um, I, I do not see my girlfriend almost. We we did it for like five days. So I don't think I've seen her for like four days, five days. So, wow. um, Andrew, what a if I recall, you were the ones going around saying it's no worse than the common cold, right? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I've always been very serious about it because my sister's, my sister's a doctor and um, uh. he's lit us all up on on all the terrible things of it so but yeah i'm taking it much more serious but thank god we got football football yes. to talk about keep us busy That's saving grace uh updating my girlfriend life i haven't seen her in a like couple weeks are you serious but uh she her store got shut down now and she's still getting paid for the next month and a half so oh. now she, we're gonna take the two weeks, fully decontaminate, make sure no symptoms, and then, mm, one way ticket to sex town. Whoa, <laughs> this is a family show. <laughs> That's the good thing. You see a lot of people that are working for these big corporations, like they're getting paid. Like if I lose my job, I ain't getting paid. That's the thing. It's just like, yeah, see, get so that unemployment, uh, baby. Yeah, so it's very crazy, but it's gotta be positive. Gotta be positive. Gotta be. Gotta be positive. Just pray, pray the corona away. That's pray, what the pastor the said on the TV. Yep. Pray for football or whatever. Oh, dude, I just I I'm like losing sleep at the thought of them canceling the NFL season. It's, <laughs> That's it's, dude, it's killing up. me. It's killing me, dude. I I, I wake know, up some, at three in the morning in a cold sweat. So <laughs> some major shit. Would have to happen for them to cancel the NFL season. I think a worldwide in- pandemic where 16 million people are unemployed is some major <laughs> shit. I was just going to say, how much more majors have to get? <laughs> okay, so let's just say you're That's an NFL true. owner. Would you play a game with no fans, so no ticket revenue? <clears throat> will they still play? Um, they still get ad revenue. Yeah, I don't feel like right. ticket revenue is really that big a piece of the pie. You think I feel so? like it's more for the stadium. Does the owner of the team own the stadium? No, well? they usually don't. Yeah, usually they get it from like tax from the city. Like it's all. Oh, don't tax. even get me started on that shit. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, taxes from the city. Yeah, like, but but I was thinking about it, and I could definitely see it being a thing, especially in the fall. Like I could see the beginning of it, especially preseason. Like no fans, no nothing. Oh, but, dude, they might just cancel preseason. Who cares about preseason? Yeah, I guess you're right. So an NFL team earned about seven million on average in ticket sales from a single stadium event in 2016. So each That's game eight. is seven million. Oh, 
That's a lot. So 16 so, games. Uh, math boy, 16 times 7, please. Um, 70 plus 42, so 112,000 or a million. That's not a lot. Yeah. That's like one guy's salary. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of crazy to think about there's one guy's salary alright so I guess uh, ticket sales aren't going to be the worst uh, I think they make way more money team. off of ads I think that's what they make the most money off yeah, of yeah that Bud Light money I know yeah. that the military gives the NFL a lot of money yeah no uh, shit why do you think they fly fucking says the fucking bombers over the, every game yeah uh, Super Bowl there was a guy in my Couple guys in my company that went to Super Bowl, I was pissed. <laughs> I really wanted to go. That's cool. Yeah, but they're still paying these players salaries even if this happens. So it's just like they they, they they are gonna play. There's no owner that's gonna be like, here, Jared Goff, here's thirty million for this year. Sit down at your house and go go surf the entire day. I mean, no. MLB is doing home. it for now. Uh, NBA finished gonna... their season early. Right now, gonna play from home. Yeah, <laughs> just, just uh, Madden. Just everybody. Yeah, Madden. they play their positions in Madden. <laughs> yeah, that'd be so hard. Be pretty dope. <laughs> have you seen? Have you seen the NBA or the NFL? They're they're doing like these like Madden like simulator games where like the all pro yeah. teams. Yeah, the Bleacher NBA, Report. Yeah, the NBA is doing like actual players playing two K against each other, <laughs> and then they're having a. Uh, game of horse tournament like that's gonna be awesome i'm gonna watch it for sure. i did not see that one yeah so a bunch of players zach levine's in it from the bulls um they're gonna play horse and it's gonna be like a tournament so i guess anything cool. to keep people fucking entertained at this yeah for sure you guys think like the, the e-sports like the electronic whatever games like fortnite and all that you think that's gonna get bigger during this because people are like what else am i gonna watch Hell yes. It's already like this, skyrocketing. I guess I'll watch this kid play Fortnite for like two hours or something. I don't know. <clears throat> like, this has gotten so bad that I bought video games. <laughs> <laughs> and you bought Call of Duty and played with us last night, and he was ungodly terrible. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get there, boys. To start. Wish I had wish I had video games. <laughs> you have a wife, bro. It's all right. Sure. <laughs> all right. Let's uh, let's pop this bad boys. This shows. Uh, let's pop this show's cherry and start talking about some news. Do it. Uh, okay. Right before we started record here, we got a big update. Uh, Brandon Cooks being traded to the Houston Texans. Huge deal. So. Brandon Cooks going to the Texans with a fourth round pick for the Texans' second round. And Is that wow. what it was? Yeah. So if I do remember, they Texans got a second. Everything away. <laughs> they got a second rounder for DeAndre Hopkins. Oh my god! So they used a second round pick to flip it for Brandon Cooks. <laughs> well, yeah, and then they got a fourth, which so essentially. They traded DeAndre Hopkins away for Brandon Cooks and DJ. Is that that bad? Is that bad? Hmm. I guess when you look bad. at it that way, but it's just like you're taking a lot of risk with with Brandon Cooks. You know all these and David Johnson. Yeah, you get one more concussion out of Cooks. It, he's he arguably might just retire. Exactly. You know, so yeah, his, his brain's, brain's already. His brain's already like mashed potatoes right now. 
but like this is concussion. Call that Joe Biden, Joe Biden brain. <laughs> oh, 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 get it political. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's good for the Texans, good for Cooks because he was he's finally the number one on a team, so it's his chance to shine. And Deshaun so, Watson. I'm sorry. That's all right. Deshaun Watson's probably happy though. Yeah, he finally has someone, you know, that's not ancient. Someone doesn't get hurt every three games, like Will Fuller. Kenny Still is still kind of unproven. Uh, what do you think the, the, the depth of this team is? You think Cooks is one? Who's two, three, four? Fuller? Yeah, I think it goes Cooks, Fuller, Cobb, and Stills. What about Kiki? Is, is Kiki just irrelevant now? or? Unfortunately, I think so. He was kind of irrelevant last year, yeah, but it was still the much. opportunity. Yeah, he got he got injured last year, but you kind of see this new offense, and I kind of like it. Yeah, I mean, you think it, Kiki just formed the bench, or is he traded? Or he'll get some play in there. Yeah, I th- I feel like even when they had Fuller and all them, you saw Kiki still get some usage, but nothing nothing too crazy because he's still probably fourth or fifth on that depth chart. Now, mm-hmm. let me ask you guys this. Um, you know, when wide receivers come to a new system, we saw it last year, they they notoriously have trouble, you know, getting everything down. Like, we saw when mm-hmm. Amari Cooper got traded, like, he started off real slow, and then, you know, picked up, things like that. Who has the better overall fantasy season this year, Hopkins or Cooks? Oh, Hopkins. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Hopkins. Hopkins, Hopkins is just a better player. But um, Brandon Cooks has played for what? This is his fourth or fifteenth. It's like, the first. I think he. Wait, did he play two years on the Rams? <laughs> no, I think he's uh, no. He's a one and done. Hit him and quit. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, he seems pretty adaptable. So I think he should be fine. That's true. I guess he does have a little more experience in that since Hop has been on the Texans his entire career. Right. So, but. I mean, one one injury and he's done. But I think this is good for. I mean, both teams. Like they got a second round pick, which is huge. They need more picks, and yeah. they get a running back. But uh, yo, are the Rams like rebuilding? <laughs> I don't think so. Because they, they, really they got rid of Gurley. They got rid of Cooks. Yeah, I guess. I mean, Gurley was expendable because <laughs> they have Darrell or Daryl. I don't know how to say that. Um, but and then Cooks, they had three wide receivers. They only need two. They're fine. He, yeah, looks like Brandon they, Cooks um, played on the Rams for two years. Yeah, and then well, he played for the, the Patriots before that. Yeah, yeah, but just for one year. Dude, well, he got Rams, a five-year deal with the Texans. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. eighty-one million. That was a deal he signed with the Rams, no? Yeah, uh, and the, he had like three years. Could be, yeah. Contract. And then it rolls over. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, he has an out after this year with the Texans. Oh, does it? Oh, okay. So. Interesting. I wouldn't say the Rams are rebuilding. I think they just are just cutting people they don't need. I mean, retooling, retooling, yeah, uh, positive regression. Cup for <laughs> the first half of the season. Was Sean like Payton, the number one wide receiver. Who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Cooper Cup. What? Okay, how does this affect Cooper Cup? Big, of course, up. positively. Who? Course. Who yeah, else? Who's think, the other guy in that? Josh Reynolds. Robert Woods. <laughs> Robert I Woods. Think, I think Robert Woods benefits the most from this, though. Um, I think Cup was going to get his either way. And I yeah. feel like Cup and Cooks were kind of just battling it out over a longer targets. Yeah, and then, I mean, 
also their tight ends. They have that Gerald Everett, Tyler Higby kind of issue mm-hmm. going on over there. Who was do you like, like better? Wasn't Higby at the end of the season like tight end one last like three games or something? Because Everett was like injured and yeah. then he just kind of like rode that wave. But Hig, I think it's Higby because he just got an extension this this last off season. So yeah, I the dude, think they're rolling with him. He, let, me, let me look at his his, his stats for that. Yeah, he he got like fucking. He was averaging like eleven targets a game in the last like four games. Yeah, he tore it up at the end. Crazy. Of the so he got five hundred and something yards. In the yeah, last those last five games. Those last five games is the all the games jailed Everett was out. <laughs> I'm looking at Everett right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And Everett had a pretty decent season before that. It's like, how do you think these teams look at it? They look at it like, wow, he's really good by himself, but we have this other guy who's good too. Do, you, do they go? Sorry, Everett. Uh, Higby is crushing it. We had to just make him the number one guy. I don't know. First, just ride the hot hand. Guy. The Eagles seem to figure it out. Let's see what you got to uh, do, man. How yeah. close are we to uh, seeing a um, Dallas Goddard overtake Zach Ertz? Three years. Three years? No. I'm thinking Three like years. end of this year, starting early next no. year. Yeah, because Zach Ertz, I think he's due up for a contract after this season. Ooh, baby. Philly loves him, dude. They're not going to get rid of him. They love running the two tight end sets, but he's turning 30 or 31. He'll be 30 this year. I think he just turned 30. Yeah, so why? Tight ends can play until like 34, 35. Uh, Which is true. Zach Ertz is 29. He will be 30. This is his contract year. Okay. There's I don't I don't think they're gonna want to dish out the money he's gonna be want like that he's gonna want when okay. they have Dallas Goddard just sitting there just getting like ready. Yeah, I Ew. think I think we Ew. see a lot of I think we see a big up from Goddard this year. Oh, I think so too. I just I think that Ertz will be safe. Yeah, I don't, I I'm not telling Ertz, people to get rid of Ertz. Is what I'm trying to say. Oh no, no, not yet, not yet. In <laughs> Dynasty, I would. Nah, come on. I would. I would trade. Now's one of those points where, when it, when it comes to urge for dynasty, at least it's like, yes, he's still gonna have another good year, maybe two, but at the same time, you got to capitalize on what you can get for him now. Like you, exactly, sell him at his highest, which is now, because he's just gonna slowly decline from here. I think, and yeah, he'll still yep. do good for another couple of years on another team, but you could sell him. Think for of all ball. the, think of all the good tight ends that play into the thirties. Okay, name me one. Travis Kelsey. Travis He's Kelsey. Like 34. All right. Apart from like Travis Kelsey, like Tony Gonzalez and George, or uh, Vernon Davis. Or okay, yeah, so there's like three. There's quite a few. There are quite a few. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think, I mean, yeah, they, they, he is really good. He's a great athlete. Kelsey's only a year older than Ertz, by the way. Yeah, but I think that. Greg Olson was like 33 his best year. Yeah, but I just think after this year, the Eagles won't want to dish ten million out for the next three years to him. No, you're right. He'll go to a different team, which he'll be fine. Like he's still fine for dynasty, but um, yeah, okay. Fine. I think he has. I don't know. I I'd sell him. <laughs> I'd sell I would. Him <laughs> I would not. <laughs> I have him, and I'm not selling him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not buying. That's fine. You don't have to. Someone else will. Um, since we're on the topic of tight ends, do we want to address, just talk about the, uh, Gronk rumors that popped up? I think today, 
I haven't heard of I, them, so go for it, right? It's just like there's a rumor saying that he uh, is going to sign with the Bucks. Of course he's not. He just signed a contract with WWE whatever. WWE whatever, but what if, I mean, yeah. that's a little different. Is he an announcer? Is he like wrestling or is he like a fucking water boy? What is he I doing? Think he's I actually, think he's actually a wrestler. No <laughs> shit, dude. How have I not yeah. seen this at all? He played. He played. He uh, fought in WrestleMania. He fought, yeah. No way. What? I watched them. I watched it. It was crazy. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. All right. I'm pulling this up right now. Hold on. It was like last week or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, was no four days no ago. Fans. Gronk Source 24/7 title win WrestleMania 36. He won he WrestleMania. Won? <laughs> he won one of the uh, the battles oh. or something. I think I thought I was really surprised at how famous Gronk was outside of football. Like people knew his name. I, I I never watched a football game ever. It's Gronk, man. <laughs> Gronk, man. Gronk yeah. smash. Does he have a Gronk smash move? Oh, he Gronk. better. Yeah, I have no he idea. Better. All right, he I'm just watching puts this. Puts his hands above his head and just yeah. hammers him down. Somebody. Where? What is he? Where is he? That's not Gronk, is it? Is he bald? Is Gronk bald? He like uh, he buzzed. He's buzzed right he now. He buzzed it. Yeah. <laughs> I but saw yeah. he was like trending. Like, oh, there he is. Nice. Heavily on Sleeper. And I was like, what? What's going on? And it was a fake account of a parody account. Like Barstool. It was yeah. someone pretending to be them saying, oh, he's, he's going to sign up with the, uh, <laughs> with the Bucks. And everyone was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> they're picking him up. I mean, it's. Wow, it's that top. WrestleMania clip was terrible. Oh, really? He did yeah, one I... thing he jumped off a balcony. His first time. Okay, it's pretty, it's pretty cool, though, Here. right? Under a group time. of people, and then he just took the dub. I don't know. Sorry, I wasn't listening to what you guys are saying. I was watching that. <laughs> well, unlike football wrestling. State, so that rumor right? came from a parody account? Are you saying I got got? Oh, wait, no. I got mixed up. I got mixed up. That was Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> oh, Colin Kaepernick <laughs> came from a parody account. Yeah. Colin Kaepernick to the Jets. That was a parody account. I'd like that fit, though. Not both ways. <laughs> Um, uh, oh, yeah. I think it's safe to say that we're we're not seeing Colin Kaepernick in the NFL ever again. We're not seeing either. We're not seeing either. So don't go trading for Gronk. I wouldn't Kaepernick. necessarily hold out. I would still hold out on Gronk. Come on. Yeah. If you have him in Dynasty, just throw him and stash him away. Just wait, wait it out. If you have a, if you have, if you have an empty spot. Also, Andrew Luck, know. hold on to him. No. Yeah. That guy's like He's depressed. Going. All right, well, I'm depressed, and I still play football, <laughs> fantasy. No, he he is depressed with, like, $100 million in the bank. I guess that is a little different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a little different, but... I think if he plays, he's going to play for the XFL. I'm sticking to that. Gronk yeah. or Cam? Luck. Wait, what? Luck. Oh, luck. luck? <laughs> Man... Cam Newton can't get a job. Jameis Winston can't get a I job. I meant Colin, so, not Cam. But yeah. yeah, remember like remember like two years ago when teams were like just grasping at any QB they could get. Like um, I can't remember his name. The guy's been like eighty teams, and he played for the Jets at last. And he even got a starting job a little bit. keno has been moving around. Yeah, they're giving everybody. Now we have two good quarterbacks. Mark everyone. Sanchez. Mark Sanchez was a starter at one point. <laughs> Oh my gosh! What a what a league! And now we have Jared Stidham, the starter. McCown? Jared McCown? Stidham's white, right? 
yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. Yeah. Just had to make sure. Wasn't sure. It's crazy that non-white quarterback. Yeah, it's crazy that Patriots are going to use him, and he had like such a shitty college career. It's just like, yeah, be the starter for the Patriots after we just lost Tom Brady. Come but right how, It's the definition of white privilege. Brady? <laughs> how good was Brady in college? I, I never You're right. Him. He actually You're wasn't right. that good. Yeah, he was like a six-round pick in out of Michigan. They just need a manager, dude. They just need someone who's not going to throw interceptions. That's pretty much all they need. You need Bill Belichick is what you need. That's what I'm saying. Well, they have he's still there. <clears throat> yeah. For now. He'll be there for another 20 years. Yeah, I guess since we're on the quarterback topic, yeah, Cam Newton just said that he was going to be very patient throughout the free agency process. Bro, wait, there's wait only the like team. two teams that need a QB. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. He said that 2020 is going to be his year, and when he's ready to sign, he will. So He talks online like that Spongebob meme. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be patient. Yeah, it's, so. like, it's like he's mocking himself. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, gosh. And like teams that teams that are gonna like maybe get him are like the Chargers that nope they're not they look like they're gonna stick a tie rod to the draft, uh, the Patriots that look like they're all over Stidham, but like what the Jags like he's gonna have to be a a backup to to win the job like it's possible but you are really not a Minshew believer. I'm not. I'm not at all. <laughs> I'm not either. I, I just don't see him that great. Yeah. He just was an absolute cheeks, and everyone was like, "Oh my gosh!" Oh. Well, he beat out Nick Foles. Wow, well, come on! I mean, he's, he's our quarterback. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> you feel? How does that make you feel? Our starting quarterback now lost his job to Gardner fucking Minshew. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So it's so true. It's so true. Hey, hey, it's better than what I have at my team. All right, so. Yeah, you still have large Benjamin. He's fine. <laughs> he's four hundred pounds. He no one's gonna be able to tackle him. <laughs> no, he's a, he's a quarterback. For one year, we have large Benjamin, and after that, it's Mason Rudolph, baby. I believe he has two years left. <laughs> I don't think he'll play that second year. <laughs> you guys, literally, the Steelers are screaming Jameis Winston like that. Just, it really is like a perfect it, fit. They're like. Yeah, but nah. <laughs> I think they're waiting for the draft. Has uh, maybe someone will fall to us. Has uh, Pittsburgh also just a East Coast, like Northeast type city? Have they also ever had a black QB, like the Patriots? Uh, they had Dobbs for like a, a day. Oh yeah, well, uh, okay, <laughs> that's not what I mean. No, nah, <laughs> no, 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 no. They have never had. Like, They've never had a franchise black quarterback. Started. No, 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 no. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Pittsburgh, uh, from what I remember, is not a very diverse city. And well, it's interesting because, like, uh, the Eagles are over there. And, like, they've had history. Yeah, that's pretty much New York. McNabb. That's true, I guess. Michael Vick. Michael really? Vick. Uh, they had Michael Vick, if I remember that. That's true. Back up. It's crazy that... Uh, how easy, how how apparent it's getting just the ingrained racism in the uh, <laughs> like it's always been there just bubbling underneath the surface I think yeah well not to get too much off topic uh, Jerry Rice was like I never won the MVP even though I caught the most touchdowns in the history of the NFL it's because I feel like I feel like the MVP is 
the award for the best quarterback of the league in that year. It should just be called the quarterback award. Basically. It, it always is a quarterback, except on a rare occasion. It's been like three times it's not been a quarterback. Yeah, yeah I think because... ladies, I know that. <laughs> yeah, because then they'll be like, who threw the wide receiver the ball? And the quarterback yeah. Like, yeah, I guess. I mean, <laughs> in theory, Antonio Brown, he was a really good wide receiver in his prime. In theory... Pretty much anybody could throw him the ball, right? And he'd catch it, right? as long as it's somewhat in his area. Did we talk know, about man. AB hanging out with Lamar Jackson when they weren't social distancing? Yeah. Shaking my head at them. What, like do we, do we see anything coming from that? <laughs> um, I don't think he'll ever play football ever again. I, I, I think they're homies. Like, how is AB not going to play football? Okay, he's like a basket case, but if he figures this shit out, He's still a talent. Dude, his brain is fucking mashed potatoes, dude. He, he, come on. It's like gone. I mean, I believe he has more legal problems than Michael Vick. And Michael Vick is a really good player. <laughs> Michael Vick's doing great things now. Is yeah, he? he's better. What's he he's, doing? His brain's not mush. He's on host know. now. Show. Yeah, he's, he's a host on, he, I don't know, he's on Colin Coward's uh, podcast. Like I hate that fool. Weeks. I love Colin Coward. He's great. Wait, how do you not like Colin We've talked about his daughter before, right? Yeah. (laughs) I I don't know why, but I follow her on Twitter. Of course you do. What are we talking about? (laughs) How did we get to this point? (laughs) (laughs) Michael Vick. Michael Vick. Black quarterbacks. We were talking about black quarterbacks. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Black quarterbacks. Okay. That's great Uh, that that can happen. Yeah, but moving forward, um, Shane, you want to talk a little bit about Kenyon Drake, right? Yeah, you wanted to talk Uh, about him. Yeah, I, I just... I go on a lot of forums, as you guys know. Oh, we fucking know, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of forums. Everyone's, like, so hyped up on Kenyon Drake. And I get it. He's a starter on an up-and-coming offense. Uh, as of right now, he's a starter. He had a really good year last you know, last season. <sighs> People are saying, like, should I trade away uh, uh, Aaron Jones? Should I trade away Saquon I, I would trade away Aaron Jones. Well, okay. I would do that. <laughs> would you trade away Saquon Barkley? No. Not straight yeah, up. But yeah, they're like, Saquon Barkley, should I trade Saquon Barkley for Drake and a second or something like that? They're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do that. Do that. I'm like, what? Now, yeah. Well, he's going to be on a top 10, possibly top five offense in football. And wow. you saw when he came in, that first game, dude just exploded. And just those games that he was in that he started, he exploded in that offense. So it's it, it's possible for him to be really, really, really good. But I mean, for redraft, I think, I mean, I think he could be a top top ten running back for sure if he's the bell. He guy. could be. I don't see it. I think. Well, it's a lot of hype for Eckler too. But I mean, Eckler's a beast. I don't think, see. Yeah, would you rather have Eckler or would you rather have Drake? Uh, Drake. Probably Drake as well, just because he's more of that bell cow back. Where like Eckler's kind of like he, I mean, he's kind of Eckler kind of reminded me of like uh, Tariq Cohen uh, two years ago for the Bears, yeah, where he just like a, me of, uh, Danny Woodhead lined up at wide receiver or James White maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I see Kenyon Drake. Drake's a lot bigger. He can run the ball fifteen, twenty times, but he can also catch passes. He can do everything when Eckler. Okay. You can run it, but it's just not as efficient. I don't Here's see... the question. Are you trading for Drake? 
You have to trade up on him. I mean, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to buy him high for sure. And no, I am not trading. No, I'm not either. I'm not either unless he's uh, he's getting sold at a good value. Yeah, especially for for Dynasty, he's he's on a one year deal, so it's just like turning twenty six, twenty seven next year. So it's just like you're starting to see that. I'm saying the consensus is. Out of all the people I talk to, in order to get Drake off to somebody, you're going to have to trade, you know, a decent running back and a pretty good wide receiver to get him. And I, I can't do it for a guy in one year. And yeah. mind you, all these people I'm talking to, they all play Dynasty. You know, no one doing redraft is really talking right now. And they're like, should I, should I trade this guy for this for Drake? I'm like, ah, no, why? where's this coming from? <laughs> At best, he has a three-year deal. I'd rather have Saquon, who's only 23. You yeah, know? anybody talking about trying to trade like the top guys like Saquon, uh, Kamara, CMC, at oh, Zeke in that list too. Like, too. you're out of control. I'm basically seeing people like super down on Kamara too, just because he wasn't, you know, the top three guy like he was in the year previous. Kamara and Barkley both are coming off high ankle sprain injuries, which is what we saw James Conner had two years ago. Like we saw how that worked out for him. And uh, they came back early, both of them, and it suffered. It made them suffer. Oh, I think they're both going to have career years. You think so? I one hundred percent. There's no doubt in my mind that Kamara and Barkley at least do better than where they finished last season. Interesting. At the very least. Yeah, I think so too, for sure. Especially them too. Well, people are down on them. So if you have somebody in your league who's stupid and they're down on them, oh. maybe you try a first one at them. I'd be trying know. to get Barkley and Kamara all day. Barkley over Kamara, yeah. but still both of them are. I think I offered like something crazy for Kamara and he got rejected. Rightfully so. <laughs> Rightfully so. Well, I mean, yeah. hey, there are people who are believers and there yeah. are people who want to fucking jump or at the idiots. first sign of trouble. True. Yep. Anything else we want to talk about before we get into the meat of this show? We're going to do a rookie mock draft in a little bit. Anything else we uh, wanted to hit on? We had a couple. Oh, well, we still got to talk about the NFL draft. Yeah, oh, so yeah. the draft is coming in two weeks from today. It is it is coming to us virtually. Yeah, and uh, with it comes its fair share of problems. Hacking. Yeah, I, so. saw, I saw hacking. Yes, yeah, so a lot of people, so a lot of the GMs. Well, just to think about when the draft happens, you see those clips regularly when there's 30 people in a room. Yeah, like running it. Like, then there's people like, go run this over. Like, and then like calling people. And like, that's not exactly how it's going to be able to work now. Right. Oh, yeah. There's so Whoa. many trades that go on during the draft, like at all moments. Like, they're trading like. Four fifths, like little things like that, but still, it, it, they're they're making tons of trades, and it's just like they have to call these in to make them official yeah. like during the draft. But they only have this five to ten minute slot, depending on the round, um, to make this happen. So and also, they have reps from each team, like they're talking with the players, like, "Hey, how would you like to come join this team?" And they go, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." Right. Right. And they have like that. big conference, like basically, like just big meetings with 30 people talking like, all right, this is what we're going to do. We need to do this. Like, what are you, the, like all these fucking boomers running these teams are going to be like, <laughs> they're, all right, what are the odds that like a private conversation somehow makes it way, makes its way to live television? Like a private team conversation is accidentally broadcasted to the main screen. What Dude, are the odds? Uh, 
there's gonna be some fuck ups during this there's there's gonna be like a lagging issue because every morning because i work from home now um i will get up and put on like sports center every single day there's like a break like there's a lag from like Stephen a smith and he's just like he just completely lags and it's like shit's gonna happen like that all the time i guarantee you I mean, there are three of us on this call right now, and it sometimes has issues. I can imagine a hundred people on one call. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be interesting. It's It's going to be really fucking... I'm going to be like... I usually like get like, oh, yeah, cool, draft sign, I'll watch that. Now I'm I'm like, I'm going to fucking watch this (laughs) train wreck. Has it ever happened before? I don't think so. Online? No. What are you talking... Why would it have ever happened before? I don't know. I'm just asking. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the first time. But also teams, like a lot of the GMs and coaches have like came out to say like it's unfair to the teams. They're 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 saying that they should get a few extra picks. So they I saw that. Of a, yeah, instead of what seven rounds, it should be like ten. Yeah, that or I, saw that. I think they should probably just like extend the time limit. That too. But or... just imagine. So the first round, if I'm not mistaken, it's like a ten minute like in between. Imagine for the viewer waiting 10 minutes. Staring at a black screen. For 10 minutes. Where it's like, like, please wait while the NFL owners deliberate their decision. (laughs) Oh, no. Well, they're going to have announcers and like Mel Kuyper and all those guys like talk about it. They're going to put on esports in between. That'd be awesome. Watch (laughs) these guys play Madden. Oh, you know what would be smart? What they would, what they could do. (laughs) Yeah, you have a good point. They could just have like Sports Center or something do it and they just announce it on there. And they're just talking in between picks. I mean, usually what they do, I mean, regular drafts is someone drafts and then they talk about it for like ten minutes. Yeah, the first, and then yeah. the first day is always like Saquon Barkley raised in uh, Georgia and to they the parents of clip. his mom yeah. and dad, and uh, he went to this school and this high school, and he's always dreamed of being in the NFL. They'll do shit like that still. That's not yeah, going yeah. anywhere. And yeah. then. And then still, these these guys aren't the these teams aren't able to scout these guys as much as they want well, because they're, yeah. they're not holding these practices and stuff like that after the combine, you know. So I think I think they're gonna have a, I think a couple people are gonna get some steals, you know. Because sure. oh, this guy was drafted in the fifth round, and you know, like you said they didn't have any scouting. A lot of these, yeah, a lot of these like scouts are just reviewing like Instagram videos that these people are sending them because. <laughs> Like the only fucking way they can get their their yeah. shit out there. They're probably grinding out like last year's games. That's probably what they're doing. That too. Yeah. Maybe it'll make things easier. They only have something to go off like uh, select like examples, and you know, the more you can watch, the more you can break it down. Like, oh, okay, well, they have a great defense. Like, oh, they have a great O line, shit like that. Maybe that. Maybe that right. changes things. I don't know. I don't know anything. I'm a stupid person. I'm trying to like. <laughs> I want to work for a team so bad. Oh, I want to be a GM. I feel like I... Uh, you need to become. If you can get your tech skills up, you can be like their new tech guy. That'd be awesome. Or like some analytics. You don't even know how to download an app, so <laughs> I don't. I I could barely get like a PS4 going <laughs> <laughs> without troubleshooting to us. I know a guy who were, I know a guy who works for the Bengals. May I get you in. I know a girl that I'll works for it. the Chicago White Sox. Eh, I'll pass. I know I know a dude who plays for the, the Ravens. My my one of my friends in college, his his grandma is 
part owner of the majority owner of the lions wow so she's wow. rich cool she's super duper rich cool she's a billionaire well we need to take a break here uh we will be back right back with uh a little mock draft Yay. uh yeah we'll be right back and we are back took a quick little break back um these uh we're running into some technical difficulties with these free services. Uh, turns out they're only free for so long. So we'll <laughs> try to use that to our advantage, I guess. Yep. Uh, Andrew, you get what you pay for. I guess you do get <laughs> what you don't pay for. <laughs> Andrew, you wanted to talk about the we, – we ended up talking about the uh, the draft coming up in two weeks. You wanted to talk about some like potential moves teams are going to make uh, to move up or down or trades or whatever. So, right. so- uh, what you got, baby? Basically, every year you see teams moving up, trading up to the first round, getting their quarterbacks. Um, this year might be a little different because of this whole virtual issue. Teams might not want to trade or might not have that communication aspect of it. <clears throat> but there's still a lot of teams, um, like, like the Chargers that need a QB, they might not want. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan just changed his background. Um, they might not want. The Chargers are a team that are in kind of a win now mode. They might not want to, you know, wait for a Justin Herbert, you know, to fall to them. They might – I think they want to get two other super high on them. So you could see possibly them moving up to the third spot um, with with the Lions. And I feel like you're going to see a lot of this, especially the QBs. Like, people move up to get the QBs, like the Bears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to talk about that. <laughs> moving up two spots to get – I think it was a spot to get Mitch Trubisky, but – all right. The guy who probably would have uh, fell towards the end of the first. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, other teams that I could see move up are the Eagles. They're they need a wide receiver, you know. So I could definitely see them moving up into the top fifteen to get the a big name that we'll talk about in a little bit. But other than that, I feel like the Jags could also be a team. Um, like you see, the guys hype. Mm-hmm. So, I could see them making some moves on draft day. Okay. I feel you. Um, again, I don't know much about the draft. Here's a question I got for you, Andrew. You've, you, you're always been deep into the draft. <clears throat> um, is there, like, draft etiquette for teams? Like, is it kind of like, at least for the first round, is it kind of like everyone kind of knows who's going to pick who? Like, do they... Do, like, is there some sort of like, oh, like we we're we're planning on picking him in the fourth, like the fourth pick, and then someone snakes him earlier? Like, is that a thing? Is there like draft rivalries and shit? Like, there's Dallas there's, Goddard. There's de- yeah yeah. There de- there's definitely um, there's like rivals, and it was funny because when the Eagles drafted Dallas Goddard, it was, right before it, the it was Cowboys, just, right? Yeah, it's right before the Cowboys, and the Cowboys were looking for a tight end. And then the the Eagles just snatched him up, and I think that was the one where their old kicker made that huge scene in Dallas. Yeah, you guys remember that? Yeah, he's like, yeah, he pretty much said, like, "Fuck you, yeah, Dallas." It was, exactly. <laughs> it was Acres, Acres, David Acres. It was awesome. It was yeah, awesome. but um, there definitely is, but <clears throat> there's a lot of trading that goes on, which is like the biggest thing of the draft. Like, there's so many rounds, and these rounds actually take a pretty long time like i think the first day the 23rd is only the first round yeah and then the 24th is the second and third and then you know the rest or whatever they should do what we did and have an auction 
so much faster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shit like that. How would an but, IRL uh, NFL auction work? Like based on team's cap space, or like everybody gets this? I mean, I don't even think you could do it. Like, that'd be the no. most difficult thing in the world because you'd have to. No. Start with- but everybody gets a hundred bucks. <laughs> Fifty cents on Mitch Trubisky. Oh, depressing. Oh boy. No, the but, Bears would have blew their entire hundred dollars on auto drafted the rest of the NFL draft. They they would trade away one of their players for another ten dollars from the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to overpay. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I think the draft is going to be really important i mean this is our first year in dynasty so this is our first our second rookie draft but like the first one where it's only the rookie draft so yeah. it's uh, it's gonna be a lot of learning for us to do but bit of a learning curve i agree i'm excited and i think i think just being in this quarantine makes this draft even more hyped up because that's all we have to look forward to, <laughs> to look forward to yeah at least i'll have some good uh stuff to talk about with the my co-worker about Brandon Cook, so that'll cover about ten minutes. Yep, real energetic talking points. Um, right. So, yep, we teased the uh, mock draft before we left, um, before we took that break. Uh, we've done plenty of mock drafts uh, on this show before. This one is going to be a just we're just gonna do the first round of a rookie draft. Uh, we're gonna take turns going one two three one two three. It's linear draft, so. Uh, this is a super flex 12-team league draft. Uh, no defensive players or anything, just uh, offensive skill positions. Uh, for Yeah, super flex. So, Andrew, you got the first pick. So, 101, who you got, big boy? All right. So, I'm going to go a little off track a bit. Um, the main guy going supposedly going to the Bengals could be Joe Burrow. But I personally think... Um, and who I'm taking with number one is Tua Tagovailoa. Tagovailoa. Tua Tagovailoa. I think it's racist if you can't say his name. So Tua, Tua. <laughs> <laughs> um, junior junior quarterback out of Alabama um, is two year starter. Came in at the end of his freshman year and killed it. Uh, he's actually a lefty. Holy That's- fuck! Do you guys know Tua's first name? It's, yeah, name? it's like it's crazy, right? It's, I have no idea. Tuanegama <laughs> He's from Hawaii. Yeah, it's it's funny. He's Samoan, yeah. Samoan, yeah. So he had a huge. He got so the biggest issue with him is he got injured. I'm gonna say a little after half of the season with some like I remember big, that. yeah, big hip injury, um, which is why it's a possibility that he still might drop in the draft. But he just got cleared by the doctors. Um, but I'm taking him number one. I think he is the best QB, if healthy, um, very accurate, has great precision, um, can make literally every throw, and just has really good instincts, um, and has been super successful at Alabama. So I think he is, if healthy, the best player in this draft. You think he is the best? The, you think the reason why teams aren't going to take him overall is because of the injury? You think they're just afraid of that? Or? Yeah, literally, it's just it's a hundred percent the injury. So you're saying if he didn't get injured, you think he'd be going first overall or maybe easily. second? Easily, easily, yeah. easily. Okay, all right. Well, I, I, I guess I respect that. <laughs> I think you're wrong. I think uh, Joe Burrow. 
which is the man I'm going to take. Uh, I think he is the best overall guy. Uh, threw 5,671 yards. Oh, wow. Uh, 60 <laughs> touchdowns with only six interceptions. Uh, you know, he's going to go to the Bengals. I hate the Bengals. They're, they're butt cheeks. They really, really, really need a quarterback. Uh, they have some good players on that team. They have Mixon. They got that. They got Boyd, they got AJ Green, they got, they got some weapons. Is what I'm trying to say. Eifert, uh, no, he's I gone. Think he's he's gone. going to be a Eifert's gone. Yeah, uh, Uzuma. Right? Who am I thinking of? Who's that guy? Who's that wide receiver that kind of broke out last season? Auden Tate. Auden Tate. Yeah, Auden Tate had a. They got some weapons on that team, man. It's just, I don't know. They just can't piece it together. And and Andy Dalton, <laughs> his name right? Andrew Dalton. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he just wasn't able to piece the He's just a little too old. I think he's going to go to the Patriots, and I think they're going to – well, I know they're going to go for Joe Burrow if they're smart. They're gonna, he's going to be a top-10 guy for sure this first year. Yeah, Joe Burrow arguably had the best college season in, in, football, in college football history. Like, rivals Cam Newton's career and, and, uh, at Auburn. Like, mm-hmm. he absolutely killed it. But the only thing about him is he is – this is his only year he's had these kind of numbers. Last year, that's what. I, yeah, that's my only thing with him because he wasn't. Uh, su- I, I, I'm not super duper into college, but I know he was not nearly as good as, <laughs> as this year's previous years. Right. <laughs> yeah, because he was, he was the backup at Ohio State when Dwayne Haskins was there, and then he decided to transfer to LSU last year or two years mm-hmm. ago. He yeah. had an okay season, but before the season, he was maybe a fifth, sixth round pick, and yeah. then had this amazing season at LSU, and uh, absolutely killed it. But yeah, he's going number one, and he, dude's a fucking beast. He's a beast. The Bungles will, will bungle it up later <laughs> on, though. But th- this season, I think he's going to be top. I think they won't. They won't be third. I mean, they won't be fourth. They'll be third, and the Browns will be fourth. And yeah, because it's possible. Which is a massive improvement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very interesting. All right, Ryan. Number uh, three. Mi turno. Uh, so this is super flex, so I'm sticking with the quarterback theme. And I am taking Justin Herbert from, um, okay. where is he from? Oregon. Oregon Trail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what they call it, Oregon Trail. Justin Herbert. Never mind, never mind. Justin, I what? To, I was about to make like a Sherbert joke, but never mind. I mean, it was there. You're you you kind of just bailed before you even started. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, Herbert. Yeah, Herbert. Andrew, tell me about Herbert. Yeah, I mean, went to Oregon. Dude is 6'6". Like, if he's... Holy if, shit, when, he's 6'6". Once he gets drafted, he's going to be one of the <laughs> tallest players in the NFL. I mean... <laughs> It's six six. <laughs> yeah, he's a biggin. He's what we call biggin. Yeah, so he's a senior out of Oregon. Had a like the 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 issue with him. It's he's stayed very. He plateaued. You know, he was supposed to come out of the draft last year, but decided not to, and he just kind of did the same shit. Dude has an arm though. Like he has a huge arm, flat flat footed from the zero yard line. I was watching. You know what they say. You know what they say about guys with big arms, right? <laughs> what? 
Uh, I, I don't think it's going to get that far. <laughs> Big <laughs> sleeves. Like, <they're> <laughs> Big sleeves, bro. They're strong. That's what they say about him. He threw the ball like 65 yards flat-footed. He has a two-for-two two on uh, bungled jokes. <laughs> <laughs> he threw it 66 yards flat-footed. From the zero. Like, that's that's crazy. And It's a lot. Yeah, and yards. he... he will, he will definitely be a top ten pick in my opinion. So, a lot of QB needy teams. Well, there's a few, but yeah. Um, so we snake back, not snake back around. We linear back around to you, Andrew. Go ahead. All right, I'm taking my top RB off the board, and it's Jonathan Taylor coming out of Wisconsin, who is known for just turning out fucking badass running backs like Melvin Gordon, James White. <laughs> Who else is in there? Uh, I don't cool. know. That's all I remember. Dare Agumboale is in there. Oh, hell yeah. I know it's the <laughs> shit now. If it's Dare Agumboale, wow. Yeah, the future so star in the NFL. Jonathan Taylor's been like a three-year <laughs> starter. So in the NFL, I don't know if you guys know, um, you have to play three years. So you have to be a junior. That's the first year you can come out. Um, he's had – in those three years, like 900 carries. That's a lot of miles. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So that's, so that's, that's like the biggest downside of him, but he's never been injured once. He has been completely healthy. He's never missed a game. Um, you just jinxed the fuck out of this poor dude. No, don't say that. Um, I think, I think he's a top, top RB in this class. Like dude is badass. And he ran like a four, three, four, Four three something forty that is like almost unheard of for running backs, um, so I think he's gonna absolutely kill it, and hopefully he goes to a bell cow role, maybe like the Dolphins, maybe that's or like the Buccaneers or something like that. So maybe more of a bell calf there. <laughs> bell calf. But, <sighs> Well, okay, I guess it's my turn. Uh, you know what? Just kidding. No, not just kidding. J.K. Yeah. Dobbs. <laughs> See what uh, junior. Out this of man <laughs> just got Wait. us all. Wait, is he out of the Ohio State or just a regular Ohio State? I don't want to get the I don't the Ohio okay. State University. He's from the Ohio State University. I can think of a pretty good uh, running back that came from Ohio State. <laughs> Name one. He's part of this Wait, thing I call the Holy Trinity. Ezekiel oh, Elliott. <laughs> you know what I love? What do you love? Ezekiel Elliott and I think J.K. Dobbins. All these Ohio State running backs, or probably Ohio State players, have the tattoo of the uh, O. It's one of those things. No way. I swear to God, look at Zeke's Ohio State. I almost guarantee you. Because I remember I seen a video of it, and I was like, is that an O on his fucking arm? Oh, and his like, bicep? That's and depressing. I get it. That is a thing that they do do. They, they do stuff do like do. that. <clears throat> they Ryan, do do. Yeah. You look up Zeke Ohio State tattoo just so I can see if yeah. it's crazy or not. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, J.K. Dobbins yeah. had back to J.K. Dobbins. Yeah. He had he, a season. He, oh, go ahead. You go. You go. No, it's it. You go. All right. So yeah, he had a season <laughs> just just like Jonathan Taylor. Like, bro, had two thousand uh-huh. rushing yards. Yeah, two thousand three rushing yards, twenty one touchdowns, twenty three receptions. So. He's not that big. He's 5'9", which is it's just a little bit smaller than the average running back. Running back's like 5'10", 5'11", maybe around that. 
209 pounds. Uh, he's young, uh, but he's like Josh Jacobs. He's like in between the tackles, but he, this man can catch too. So, um, you know, he, he's going to be a beast. No matter what team he goes to, he's probably going to be, you know, the starter yeah. within the season. So yeah, that a- is always super scrumptious to me to get that starting running back. <laughs> yeah, he definitely has a he has he has a three down skill set for sure. Yeah, oh yeah, he's a beast. He's an absolute yeah. beast. All right. Yeah. So Ryan, you uh, yeah, Zeke has a huge <laughs> Ohio State tattoo. Yeah, I shared my screen. <laughs> I kind of want to miss it. Let me see. I I went away from it for a minute. Uh, hold you on. Son of a bitch. Well, you gotta go to the video, bro. Yeah, I'm on it. I'm on it. He has a Andrew. Huge... Are you drinking a whole wine bottle? <laughs> my boss. You, you, Yelling at me today. For, and, uh, I'm gonna drink tonight, boys. Here, here's that picture. Good, Z. You see it, Z? Uh, oh you? my gosh, dude! It's like a bigger his whole arm. His whole arm is a big O. Well, he also has a tattoo of his face on his body. So I mean, what? Yeah, didn't he do that? Oh yeah, he did. And then you guys are trying to make me do that too. Oh yeah. <laughs> a tattoo of your face. Yeah, I get a Z's tattoo face? of my face on my body. I'm still that. not against. Oh, got a sneeze. Ah! Rona! My turn. Um, We are on the sixth overall pick, and I'm actually glad this guy fell to me. Uh, DeAndre Swift. He's one of the few guys I've been following for a while out of Georgia. Yeah. Yeah, he feel like he's probably one of the best running backs in the draft. Uh, how, How you fools let him fall to me at six. Yeah, so <laughs> basically he's he's actually like a smaller running back, but he's he's supposed to be like one of the best pass catchers um in this draft right now. Like he let's see, he caught twenty four, but through his last like three years, like he was competing with like Nick Chubb and Sony Michelle and he was getting playing time with those guys on like in Georgia. You know, so he, he, he most likely is the, like the number one on most people's boards, but you know he's kind of a little smaller, so he might not be seen as this big workhorse. But he definitely has the moves to to definitely be relevant. So he is. Um, that's fair. I think a lot. I think with him especially, it kind of depends depends on where he lands. Yeah, like imagine him landing with like the Eagles. Uh, That'd be terrible. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but like the uh like the Buccaneers. Like it's, the Buccaneers are like the Falcons. Well, I know the Falcons just got Todd Gurley, but I don't know if they see him as a long term like asset. But No, definitely not. But the Buccaneers landing DeAndre Swift pass catching because you know they just said that they're looking for a pass catcher. Mm-hmm. So I I can see the Bucks definitely trying to you know, get get that dude. Yeah, he said they wanted somebody too. So, yep. Very interesting. Right. Back to you, Andrew. All right, so I'm gonna pop this wide receiver cherry, um, <laughs> and I'm taking C.D. Lamb out of Oklahoma. Really, oh. C.D. Lamb first, huh? Great name though. Great name. A lot of great names. Love it. Love. I love this name. Yeah. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> he's not the fastest guy, but dude is like. After the catch is absolutely amazing. Um, had a huge season with Oklahoma and Jalen Hurts. You know, he's 
well, he, was, he was averaging 21 yards a catch. So it's, it's not even like all like Damn. yards. It's, it's after the catch. And if you watch his tape, he just absolutely explodes. Um, like I said, isn't the fastest guy, but definitely, definitely pops out. So hopefully he lands into like a workhorse role with like the Jets or the Raiders or something like that. <clears throat> Very like, nice. I, uh, I, there was, was he the one who had that like clip of him, like with that crazy catch yeah. at the, uh, combine or whatever? Uh-huh. Yep, that's a man. Yeah, okay. CD Lamb. (laughs) I don't know why I thought that was funny at the end there. (laughs) Uh, Shane, you're up. (laughs) I'm going to follow your lead there, buddy. Jerry Judy, Judge Judy himself. Uh, I think, I mean, this dude's a beast. I mean, I've been following him. This is like one of the first, like, college guys I was actually, like, kind of excited to see in the NFL. Um, you know, he, he's going to go to a good team. He's going to get used. Uh, he's got, you know, not the most, like more than a thousand yards. though. That's pretty good. Um, you know, he's a fast dude. He's really going his route. Yeah. He's really excited for this dude. He is literally the best route runner in college football. Like he was in a super crowded, uh, wide receiver group with another guy we'll be talking about in a bit. Henry Ruggs, um, Devonta Smith who will be coming out next year and like a couple of the guys like the Alabama wide receiver. I was going to say a lot of Alabama guys this year. Yeah. Right. So he, he definitely just like the biggest playmaker on that team. He it's it's mostly his routes. You know, he's, he's like looking like a, like a Calvin Ridley type, which came out of Alabama a few years ago. Um, Is is Alabama in the SEC? Uh, yes. Yeah. I yeah. saw this post. I should find it and share it with you guys, and we should talk about it at some point. But uh, it was a while back saying, like, the wide receivers from the SEC have, like, a, like, 15 or 20% more higher chance of, like, being NFL relevant, like, right oh, away. Oh, of course. Just, of course. There's multiple reasons for that. Please. Do you know any off the top um, of your head? <laughs> well, I know that. They tend to get the better players in the first place, the better recruits, and you know teams see that, and it's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's like, oh wow, I'm gonna get that guy on my team, and I'm you know I'm gonna feed him. It's, you know they're feeding their own narrative. I'll have yeah. to, yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense. Self-fulfilling prophecy is good. I'll have to, I'll have to find that post, and we can talk about it again on the next future yeah. episode. Definitely <laughs> interesting, though. That, that really makes a lot of sense to me, though. But yeah, Judge Judy, he's a biggin. He's not 6'1", 193. Like you said, he's uh, – I heard Robert Woods going around a little bit there too. Um, beast. Beast. Absolute beast. Really excited. Beast mode. Yeah. All right. My turn. Let's hurry this bitch up. We're on pick 9 of 12. I'm going to take – I'm just going to continue the wide receiver theme and take Jalen Ragor, which is a real fucking Game of Thrones name. Ragor Targaryen. Sounds like he's going to raid a village. yeah so he came out of tcu like absolute like terrible quarterback play i think this is one of the guys that um just like one of the best athletes in the draft and completely killed it in the combine but just like 
He only had a 611 yards, and that's because of his shitty quarterback play, which definitely got hit by that. But um, he should be a first-round talent for sure in the draft. This is the point of the, at least for like fantasy, the rookie draft, where it's kind of like, just kind of pick up like either the best player available or like what your team needs. Because after the top, you know, right around the, the end of the 10 is when you're like, all right, like you could kind of just pick anybody here. Yeah. yeah. But, all uh, right. Yeah, and then was, my go ahead. Sorry, my last pick of this draft is going to be another wide receiver, Justin Jefferson. Um, he's out of LSU. Yeah, had a huge season with them, fifteen hundred yards. So five thousand of, or fifteen hundred out of five thousand of Joe Burrow's yards went to Justin Jefferson. Jesus, um, <laughs> he's just like a very solid wide receiver. Um, he. They, they, he's getting a lot of comparisons to like Doug Baldwin. Um, very productive, but I think I think he should also be in the first round, maybe to like the Vikings, maybe the Saints Ooh. if they want to get another guy. But can you pause that? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll pause it. Thank- All right, Shane, you are up with the eleventh pick. All right, so I'm going to end this up with, you know, I love me some running backs, especially some delicious, tasty ones. I'm going to go Cam Akers. He's a big one, you know, not super big one. You know, he's medium. Uh, 5'10", 217 pounds. This is the uh, expert you know, analysis you can count on from the Dumbass <laughs> Fantasy Football Podcast. That's like the sure. perfect size right now for running backs. Yes, it's like 5'10". I'm ten. You can get. You're not too big. You're not being able to get through. You know, holes and cracks. You're not. You're not a tiny boy. You know. I feel uh, like it's mostly about the weight. Like you got to be in like the over two ten. Yeah, that's like you the gotta, weight. Yeah, that's kind of like the perfect weight to be. You know, between two ten to two twenty because you're light. You can still move, but you're not gonna get like you're not gonna get pushed over by strong gusts of wind. Let's just leave it at that. True. Uh, I see him compared to Aaron Jones because he's sort of like that perfect running back, but like really well-rounded where he's, you know, not too big, but he's not small. He can catch a lot of passes really well, and he can he can, he can knock a fool over. Right? <laughs> just, just say, let's just give him that. It's a good uh, pick there, Shane. Yeah, um, so basically with, with Cam Akers, he, uh, he, w- he had like the worst uh, offensive was, line yeah. at Florida State. Like, it was Cheeks. Yeah, he was still it, getting five yards a carry, so he's a, he's a, he's a baller. Yeah, he was he did he did really well with that. Um, kind of with like him, it's just like what happens if like Cam Akers goes to Bucks. You know, the Bucks <laughs> or like the Chiefs, like oh, even though, even though oh. he's getting, yeah, even though he's getting picked fourth in our draft, if it was if he goes to the Chiefs, he's the number one running back. Oh, he's Cream Hunt. So, yeah, basically. So it's kind of like what we're going to do is um, before this draft, we're going to do a mock draft like we're doing now. But then after, it's going to be completely different because then we're going to see landing spots. A lot of things will change after the actual NFL draft in uh, two weeks. Right. But based on, like, skill and everything, like, this is roughly what we think about it. So, all right. I mean, you can go back and listen to uh, our mock drafts before the last NFL draft because – we st- mm-hmm. we had a lot of different uh, different takes compared to their landing spots, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna round this bad boy out. Number twelve, last pick of the first round, uh, with a uh, 
blazingly fast right wide receiver Henry Ruggs the third out of Alabama. He had a uh, four two seven forty yard dash. Faster just, than me. Just yeah, faster than us. <laughs> just missed that uh, that John Ross uh, four two two, real close. Yeah. So uh, he was an, he, he was another wide receiver coming out of Alabama. So just imagine, Devonta Smith. He he decided to go back to Alabama for his senior year, but like they could have had three, you know, top. For three first round wide receivers, you know, yeah, shows shows how good. It, which is the reason why Henry Ruggs has had, you know, maybe less numbers than he should have is because it's like you have four NFL quality wide receivers to throw to, you know. But <laughs> that's what, true. What a lot of people are saying with Henry Ruggs is he's gonna be a better <clears throat> NFL wide receiver than a fantasy wide receiver. Just. Mm. He's someone that's going to stretch the field out for other wide receivers um, to get open, you know, because he's freaking fast. But, like, people are comparing him to Tyreek Hill, you know, possibly. But it's possible, but I think it's a good pick. Yeah, that that finishes our first round um, NFL rookie draft, uh, or fantasy, I guess. Uh, Let me just – I'll run through the picks real quick just to – so, number one, we had Tua. At two, we had Joe Burrow. Three, Justin Herbert. Four, uh, is it Jonathan Taylor? Yep. Then five, J.K. Dobbins. Six, DeAndre Swift. Seven, CeeDee Lamb. Eight, Jerry Judy. Nine, Jalen Ragor. <laughs> Ten, Justin Jefferson. Eleven, K-Makers. Twelve, Henry Ruggs. That was our pre, pre-NFL draft, rookie draft. Yeah, and next week, if we have some time, we'll, we'll go to the second round. Obviously, once you get into the second round, it's it's a lot. It's dicey. Yeah, it can be a little dicey. A lot of uh, experts are going to differ on on different prospects, but for the most part, it kind of leads up perfectly into the draft. So yeah, perfect. We'll do the second round, and the the uh, NFL draft will happen, and uh, we'll uh, have I'm sure plenty of stuff to talk about after that fiasco. Hell yeah! All right. Uh, anything else you guys got to say? We are good. We have two minutes left on our free Zoom call. <laughs> uh, love you guys. That's my guy to say. Uh, I love you too, buddy. Find us at Dumbass Fantasy. You can find the rest of our personal accounts from there. Um, yes, dumbassfantasy at gmail.com. iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Please subscribe. Leave a review. Anything to get this out there. Uh, this has been the Dumbass Fantasy Football Podcast. We'll see you next week. Bye. See you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Dumbass Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to email us any questions or comments to dumbassfantasy at gmail.com.